0: Thanks for joining us on Sandful Radio. Zach Milbank here, and with me today to preview the 2022 Host Plus Sandful League season is West Adelaide Football Club coach Brad Gotch. Gotchy, how are you? Yeah,
1: really good. Thanks, Zach. Yourself?
0: Going well, thank you. Uh, Appreciate your time as always on Sandful Radio and uh, specifically to cast our eyes over the Bloods for 2022. Um, How's pre-season been for you? Obviously, a very different world, uh, having to deal with COVID.
1: Yeah, it certainly is. It's been um, been interesting at best because I've had a few boys that have either been close contacts or have had had COVID. So yeah, just just a little bit of managing of them when they're off for that week to fourteen days, which was early on, and then whether you're a close contact as well. So just innovating them back into the program has been, yeah, a little bit interesting to, to manage, but we, we feel like we've done a resume sort of job at it. And mm. Yeah, hopefully we can uh, keep them all out there now because there's nothing like having interruptions to your pro season.
0: Yeah, not exactly. Uh, how's the general mood been at Richmond over summer? Cause obviously it was a very tough year for the footy club on field last year. Um, not what you want having to claim the wooden spoon obviously and um, only a handful of wins but um, is there some buoyancy and obviously a severe change in personnel um, as well um, which probably helps I guess freshen things up?
1: Yeah well look no, no doubt losing the likes of a Kane Stevens and an Elliot Duncan and a Mitch Duval isn't ideal but you know we, we respected their decision you know one was retirement and Two have gone to other clubs, but at at the end of the day, and a few other boys retired like Schiller and Batley Mm
0: -hmm.
1: along the way as well. So you just have to balance it up and say, okay, well, what are we trying to do as a footy club and where are we heading and what are we standing for? So I'm really confident that we've kept all the players that want to be there Mm -hmm. so we we still feel like we've got a a good core group when you've got players like Dono Beach and Tom Keo, Logan Hill. Isaac Johnson, Josh Ryan, the Fairley brothers, you know Boyley and Hayesman and those sorts of guys. It's not a bad little core group to mm. to build something around, and, and they're pretty excited about why they're there. So, so that, that that's a real positive. And then, can we turn some of those, you know, eight eight losses we had under five goals last year?
0: Mm.
1: You know, when when we won the Wooden Spoon. So I mean, you convert some of those into wins, which all achievable because you know, five goals is nothing in this day, yeah. No, it just means, it means you're in the games for a lot of them. It's just you know, might have crunch moments
0: mm. in
1: those games. So, that's what we've been talking to the boys about, and also just having a bit of a look at our culture and, mm-hmm. and just our behaviours.
0: You know, so done a lot of work on that to get into the, the players' minds what are
1: they actually wanting to achieve, and how do they want to go about it, and how do they want to represent themselves. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so, so that's been that's been good, and then. And then you look at okay, well, the reserves made the, the finals last year, so there's there's a bit of depth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so I've counted up, I reckon there there could be another sixteen to eighteen players there that probably need a little bit of opportunity.
0: Yep.
1: You know they could easily play senior forty. I, I did blood a few of them last year as well, so they're, they're they're tracking quite nicely over the summer. And then and then on top of that, you add, you know, another ten pretty quality recruits when you look at Hamish Hartlet and. Caden Brand, Callum Park from Glenel, Jackson Edwards from Glenel, you know, been part of Good Cultures, and a few other boys that we've brought from interstate or country. Yeah, and it all, it,
0: it all goes that
1: you've got a bit of depth there,
0: so hopefully mm-hmm. push them in the right direction. How big was or significant was the signing of Hamish Hartlett for the footy club? Because just to lift that whole mood and, and give... Um, I guess some of the youngsters, a little bit of buoyancy as well uh, in terms of just seeing someone of his magnitude make that decision to come home to where it all began.
1: Yeah, no, huge. It was, it was the biggest signing that we could have done, although Caden Brand's pretty handy too. He yeah. you know, played over 50 games with Hawthorne Sydney and Sydney and was a Riverland boy when he got drafted. And to have Hamish, also, you know, in our youth program years and years ago wanting to come back to help out the footy club. That, 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 that's it makes a big statement, I reckon. And I think it didn't go, you know, um, unnoticed by the, the playing group that those guys wanted to be involved and could see some sort of future there and wanted, wanted to have an impact mm. with that. And then ever since both of those guys have got there, they've been enormous, you know. And, and Hamish is also doubling up as a junior development coach mm-hmm. as well. So he's involved with all the junior programs being at under-18 training, 16 training, and looking after the 13s, you 14s, know, 15s yep. as well. So that's going to have a huge impact on all those boys, just having someone with that presence that's around them, with that knowledge and experience to pass on.
0: For sure. Uh, you mentioned Caden Brand there. Uh, where do you play him? He can, he's so versatile, isn't he?
1: Yeah, well, we, we clearly needed, support for Josh Ryan down back we felt.
0: Mm.
1: Um, Pat Levicki did admir- admirably in the early parts of last year and that's when we were looking alright and then Paddy got injured and we never sort of were able to replace that tall defender so yeah. I think he's going to be really handy. I remember when I was over in Victoria and uh, I remember watching him play for Boxall a bit in the VFL, mm-hmm. when I was at Collingwood I reckon and yeah, I reckon, I reckon he took 16 intercept marks one day See. against Collingwood. So, you know, he's, he, he's always been a pretty handy player and he can float forward as well. He mm-hmm. can be a bit of a swing man if needed. But we, we feel like we're not, we're not too bad up in the forward line, you know, with the likes of a Harry Lemmy coming through at 18 years of age and, yep. and also, yeah, Hamish Allen that's only 21. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and playing with Keo and Beach up there. We feel like that's not a bad little mix of player. But look, you know, if we need to swing in during the year, we'll, we'll look at that if we if we need to win games of footy. But, yeah, no, he, he's been fantastic too. He's very, coming from Hawthorne and Sydney background, you can imagine their great cultures, those, mm. and you can see him bringing some of those traits to ours.
0: For sure. Uh, you touched on him there, Harry Lemmy. There's obviously going to be a lot of attention on him, um, almost similar to Jason Horn francis playing with South Adelaide uh, last year. And obviously he's ended up going at number one in the AFL draft. And Harry, a bit of speculation, he'll be uh, not necessarily number one, but uh, pretty high up depending on how he goes. Um, you must be delighted to um, have the services of him at your disposal at league level this year.
1: Oh, we certainly do. And just what a quality young man he is. You know, he he, he just l- leaves no stones unturned and just wants to be the best version of himself and also playing real team footy as well. And, like, he's adding different, like, traits to his game as well now. He's sort of building on, so he's, you know, contested marking and his tackle pressure, you know, so he's trying to play the modern game. Mm. more, which is quite a standing for such a young man. And such a big man, like, he's only 200 centimetres tall. And he he runs as good as any of the guys around, you know, in the forward line Mm -hmm. um, for such a tall forward. You know, he's got a great work ethic and work rate. So, yeah, really excited. But I suppose we have just got to be careful, too, with the expectation on him. So we'll just just manage him along depending on how it's all looking. And
0: naturally, there's some pretty good defenders he's going to come up against, I know. Mm. In his second game last year,
1: he came up against, you know, and, and also proud yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They've
1: got another Of the two best Probably defenders In the comp And I think the
0: week Before he might have caught Port Adelaide With Tom Cleary Yeah so, he did. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know So he's getting Some good initiation Into the into the fold But he doesn't seem To get flustered by that mm. And just All he'll do Is use it as a, as a learning experience But I also see him As one of many Under 18 boys That are mm. Sort of coming Through the system Under 18's Made the preliminary Final last year And someone like Kate Kennedy Has really impressed us Mm You know, just missed out on drafts So we'll give him every opportunity There's Toby Ryan still under 18 He's only
0: 17
1: We played him in a practice game against Norwood The other week and he he didn't look out of place But whether we need to rush him Through the season because we've got some other Other guys
0: that have come into the fold That are looking okay as -hmm. well Which we need to give opportunity
1: to Early in the season
0: Yeah for sure, um, yeah, certainly Kobe Ryan looking very exciting there, um, uh, really quality midfielder type who uh, is certainly pushing his case for a league berth in round one. Um, how the trial games um, been going for you, Gotchi? I see in terms of uh, on paper only a four-point loss to Glenelg uh, on the weekend would have heartened you. Oh,
1: it did. And then the week before we went down by about 25 points to Norwood.
0: Mm-hmm. As
1: well, so they played in the finals last year. I know they've had a bit of turnover, but they've, they've recruited quite nicely, and there were some good signs in, in both the games. So that, that's, that's the real positive we can, we can see. Sort of some steps going forward in what we're doing. I mean, Hamish Hartlett hasn't played in either of those either. Mm. So we've just been managing him through a couple of little issues. So hopefully, you know, you get him back. And Keogh didn't play in the Norwood game and then came out on the weekend and kicked a couple Mm
0: -hmm.
1: for us, so yeah, I wouldn't say we've had our strongest squad out there yet, Mm. not not probably the opposition have had all theirs either, but Mm -hmm. to where we're coming from and what we're trying to achieve and do, it it was really positive in the the way we went about it. And to kick 13 goals against
0: Glenelg was very heartening because that's one of our big Ticket items this
1: year is we, we need to score more. We only averaged just around that eight or nine goals last year Sure So to kick 13 and yep. have a run of four goals in a quarter or five goals in a quarter is is reasonably exciting so hopefully we can We can keep doing that so we've been working really hard on that transition mm-hmm. stuff yeah. In our pro season so hopefully we get a little bit more benefit for that this year
0: terrific um, Uh, Just having a quick look at West Adelaide's fixture for 2022 and some highlights uh, starting the season against Sturt at home at High Sense Stadium there under lights will be a beauty and then uh, a couple of road trips for you playing as the away team against Nord in Port Lincoln in round four and then round seven uh, there's been plenty of uh, promotion regarding the Russell Ebert tribute match and uh, why not too because it's a fantastic initiative of West Adelaide and Port Adelaide to come together and honour the great man in Loxton where it all began for him
1: yeah, It's pretty exciting isn't it I think it's a great step forward for the Sandville to get out into the country regions a little bit more and Norwood jumped on board with it we, we did it with the, the Port game and yeah, so that's really exciting. Uh, the boys are looking forward to that to get to get out to those places and promote the game. So so that'll be really good. And then the first game of the year against Sturt is a big is a big clash for us. Yeah, first up, mm. you know, is a is a separate game on a Saturday night, and uh, you know a little bit of a celebration of our history mm-hmm. as well, wearing a heritage jumper jumper as well. Mm-hmm. So a bit going on, yeah, which is a really nice start to the year and something to really look forward to.
0: Certainly looking forward to it. It's not far away now, Gotchi, that is for sure. And we do appreciate your time on Sandful Radio and wishing you and the West Adelaide Footy Club all the very best for the 2022 Host Plus Sandful League season. No worries.
1: Thanks a lot, Zach. All the best, mate.